Well, you may not have noticed this on a visit to the grocery store recently. Uh, you may not shop there. But one of Canada's major grocery chains in this country has had a um, was victim of a suspected cyber attack. We don't really know. Potentially a data breach. Some reports have suggested that both uh, privacy uh, officials in Quebec and Alberta have been told about a privacy breach. Uh, the Empire Company owns Sobeys, Lawton's, Needs, Foodland, IGA, and others across this country, headquartered in New Brunswick. It pulls in about $30.5 billion a year in annualized sales. That's big. Last Monday, it's been a week now, they put out a press release saying they've been impacted by an IT systems issue. And that was it. It wasn't much more than that. It had some effects. We weren't quite sure. No update yet, at least on the website. Again, both Quebec's Access to Information Commission and Alberta's Privacy Commission, according to the Toronto Star, had been notified by the grocer of a, quote, confidentiality incident. Um, And some are saying this could be a wake-up call to the industry, which we don't often think about when it comes to cybersecurity, do we? Well, joining me now with more on this is Brett Callow. He's a cybersecurity threat analyst with Emisoft. Thanks so much for your time tonight. You're welcome. Thanks for having me on, Ben. So what do we know? It's been a week now, and uh, there was some publicity. I mean, there was some coverage of it, but we really haven't heard much, have we? And from the company, we know that they have experienced some form of IT incident and that they have reported data breaches within at least a couple of provinces. Beyond that, we also know that a couple of ransom notes have been uh, appeared online, which are supposed to have come from Sobe Systems. Those notes are a match for the notes used by a well-known ransomware gang, called Black Buster. They steal data as well as encrypting it, which means companies have two problems to deal with. First, how to recover their locked systems, and secondly, what to do about stolen data. What would be attractive in this case, uh, hypothetically, about something like, like, I guess Sobeys has a lot of data? Yeah, what would be attractive is money. Um, so these is a profitable company and like other companies may well carry cyber insurance that would cover it in the case of a ransomware attack. In your experience, when these things happen to private companies, they, are, are they under any obligation to tell customers what's happened? I suppose informing uh, privacy officials is what you do, but how does that work? It depends on the sector and to an extent the province as well. There is no standardized nationwide law as far as I'm aware. Should there be? I mean, would would it make sense for custom? I, I guess what I'm trying to figure out here is that I was reading their press release today. I've seen the coverage. I saw what you had said in previous interviews. Um, is this sort of standard when it comes to these sorts of affairs that we wouldn't know much until until there's a further investigation or until it's reported? Yes, unfortunately it is. Uh, Companies very often don't say more than they are legally obliged to. And that creates a big gap in our knowledge as to just how many of these incidents are actually happening, why they're happening, and how much revenue is being pushed into the cybercriminal economy. How diligent are companies right across the spectrum when it comes to these sorts of incidents? Because I guess, as I was mentioning off the top, 
um, you know, the food business is not one one thinks about often when it comes to cybersecurity. Uh, if you're a layperson, right, you think about critical infrastructure and so forth. You mightn't think of of, uh, of grocery chains, but I suppose commercially speaking, they are uh, an obvious target. Yeah, absolutely. I'm, food is a absolutely critical service. Those supply chains are important, and especially now more than ever. Where would it? Um, where, where would? How does this work? When, when, when these sorts of things happen? I mean, you, you know this from the other side, from the defense side of this, but how does this work when these sorts of incidents happen to companies? What exactly unfolds? I'm not entirely sure what you're asking. Right. Um, uh, well, so, so, so let, let me pay. So I, this is not something I know a lot about. I'm a company. Um, I'm, you know, not, it doesn't have to be to be anybody. Um, I have data in my that, that could be of interest to um, to someone out there. How does the attack take place? It typically takes place in two parts. Firstly, the attackers will steal a copy of the data. And secondly, they will lock your systems up and demand a ransom to unlock them. They will also demand a ransom to delete the copy of the data that they've stolen. If you don't pay that, they will publish the data online or sell it sometimes. Is it common? Very common. These incidents happen day in, day out, all over the world. There are multiple millions uh, lost to ransomware and other cyber attacks. Is it common for companies to pay? Yeah. Again, um, the lack of public disclosures means we don't have great insights into how many pay, but we estimate probably around about a third end up paying the demand. And those demands can be anywhere from tens of thousands of dollars to multiple millions. To be able to do this, uh, how much sophistication does it take on the part of the attacker? Not much. Um, Companies often like to claim cyber attacks were sophisticated because it makes them sound better. But in some cases, they are even hacked by teenagers. Uh, These aren't necessarily nation-state-level hackers who are coming after companies. They are often quite unsophisticated. For the more sophisticated ones... um... How does that work? Are they are they transnational? Are they are they set up in? How does because you know we talk a lot about state actors, sort of loosely associated state actors, whether it be Russia or China or uh, Iran or other places. But in this case, when it comes to the, the the criminal side of this, are they are they often based in one spot or are they transnational? How how do how do they organize? Yeah, it's a complex ecosystem. Um, ransomware groups typically work on what's known as a affiliate model, whereby you have people who create the ransomware and who use that ransomware to carry out attacks, and they split the proceeds. The people who create the ransomware are often based in Russia or CIS countries, whereas the people who use it to carry out the attacks can be based 
absolutely anywhere. Um, there was a former employee of the government of Canada, an IT worker, arrested last year in connection with a tax using Russian ransomware. Interesting. I mean, you just, how does one come, I mean, we won't give away any secrets, but it sounds like um, this is relatively simple to do if, if, if you know where to look. Yeah, I, I wouldn't necessarily say simple, but it is fairly achievable. You can even buy off-the-shelf ransomware kits that enable people with very low skills to carry out attacks. Brett Callow is with us this half hour. We're talking about cybersecurity. There has been an IT incident at Sobeys, one of the biggest uh, grocery store chains, Empire, really one of the biggest grocery store chains in the country. We don't know much more about it than that. We've had some hints online, um, about potentially ransomware, uh, potentially a cyber attack. Um, other than that, we haven't heard much from the company in the last week. We've been talking about why that might be. Uh, Brett, I guess we probably won't know much else now about what happened. But when you hear the term, a term like confidentiality incident, um, what would that imply? That would imply a data breach of some type. It could be an internal mishap, data being emailed to the wrong recipient, for example. Or it could be something far more serious, data actually being stolen by a hacker. I guess we'll find out if and when uh, either one of those information bodies, uh, privacy bodies, actually does anything about it if they, if they need to. Um, are, are we getting, when we look at industries across the country, I mean, again, we often talk about cybersecurity when it comes to sort of cyber warfare and Russia and uh, critical infrastructure, but are we getting any better at uh, on the commercial side of things? No, I don't think we are. Um, again, the lack of public available, publicly available information makes it very difficult to say whether attacks are up, whether they're down, or whether it's a flat line. But based on what we do know, the best guess would be that things aren't changing very much. I guess when this was done, you know, when there were bank robberies or store robberies, you can read about them, right? There's a police, there's a police blotter. Uh, but in this case, we just don't know. Yeah, that's right. And companies do go out of the way to cover things up. And for example, the former CISO of Uber right. was recently charged with having paid a ransom demand from funds set aside for a bug bounty program. Really? Yeah, and he was recently convicted of that. So it is a, honestly, it's a world I don't know a whole lot about. I mean, you read about it, and you, you see stories of it, but you're right, you don't see a ton of stories about it. Yeah, these incidents are very common and they have affected everyone from territorial governments. Uh, the government of Nuremberg was taken down by a ransomware attack through to defence contractors. And when you see information being stolen from someone who's engaged in the nuclear missile programme, it's obviously concerning. Yeah, it happens. <laughs> Is there any, um, I mean, just as individuals, is there any way that there's very little we could do, I imagine, to protect ourselves if we're, we're constantly giving our data out to people, right? 
yeah, we have no choice but to do that. And there is really not much we can do except pay attention to our accounts, monitor what's happening and look for signs of any unusual activity. But beyond that, our privacy is very much in the hands of the companies to which we entrust our data. Brett Callow, I guess we'll find out perhaps more about what happened uh, at Sobeys at a later date. Thanks so much for your time tonight. Thank you, Ben.